Well, good evening, friend. It's Old Hat. Hope you're winding down your day. I'm not really winding down my day yet. Just full disclosure there, it's still daylight here, which is fortunate because the light over my desk is still out. <laughs> so I've got the blinds open so I can see what I'm reading with a little bit of sunshine. So I don't know what would happen if I waited until it got dark. But uh, I'm planning on going to bed early. I've been working in the in the garden today and I am worn out. Do you get tired during the day? Sometimes I do. And uh, some days I get tired and think, well, I'm going to just relax and watch a movie. And some days I get tired and think, boy, I'm going to try and stay awake until it gets dark. <laughs> That's This has been one of those days. But I got a lot done, and I'm happy about that. I hope you got a lot done. Things have been different, but I hope you found things to keep you busy. You got to keep learning things, and you got to keep doing things. Me, I've been pulling a lot of weeds and planting a lot of seeds and I've planted peppers and I've planted eggplant which I'm not a big fan of eggplant but I'm gonna I have this rule I'll eat anything that grows in the garden so I'm gonna eat eggplant and be happy about it and I planted squash and tomatoes and green beans and radishes and carrots and all kinds of good stuff oh and black-eyed peas well purple hole peas they eat the same okra i think i mentioned that anyway a lot of good stuff coming take a couple months for most of it to grow and then we'll be eating good stuff here at my house do you like vegetables i like vegetables a lot but i'm going to read you a story about dolphins and dolphins you know like fish they don't like vegetables i don't guess they really like fish and this is the last story in my Nine True Dolphin Stories book. And if you've been counting, you know this is only going to be story number eight. But the story I didn't tell you, I think is sad. <laughs> I don't like sad stories like that. So I'm not going to read it unless all of y'all complain and go, no, no, we want to hear the sad one. Because I can, I can read it too, but I'm trying not to because it makes me sad. So this one's not. This one's kind of funny, actually. It's a good story and it's a funny story. And it's the story of Tuffy, the dolphin who was trained to save lives. Everyone knows about astronauts, the men who explore outer space. Now people are beginning to hear more and more about aquanauts, the men who explore space underwater. In the fall of 1965, a group of aquanauts spent 45 days underwater near the coast of California. They were part of a project called Sea Lab 2. One of the aquanauts looked a little different from the others. No wonder, he was a 300-pound dolphin named Tuffy. <laughs> Tuffy spent much of his time uh, in a pen near the top of the water so he could breathe. Home for the other aquanauts was a big metal capsule called Sea Lab, which rested on the bottom of the ocean. Every morning, the human aquanauts put on their diving suits and left Sea Lab to swim in the water outside the capsule. They measured the underwater currents. They took pictures of the ocean floor. They put metal tags on the tails of some of the fish that swarmed around. They studied many different underwater plants. Tuffy had jobs to do, too. He had been trained to be a messenger. When he was working, he wore a special harness. Waterproof bags could be hooked onto it. In those bags, Tuffy carried mail and tools and sometimes medicines to the aquanauts below. Up, down, up, down he swam, the only live link between two very different worlds. 
Tuffy had been trained to do another job, too. It was the most important job of all. He had been trained to save lives. The human aquanauts were safe inside Sea Lab. They had all sorts of comforts there. Hot food, water, soft beds, books, even television. But the minute they stepped outside, they entered a strange and dangerous world. The sun often shone brightly on the top of the water, but it was always dark at night 200 feet I'm sorry, but it was always dark as night 200 feet below where the human aquanauts were exploring. Each aquanaut carried two small tanks of air on his back. That air meant the difference between life and death in this world of water. But what if an aquanaut got lost? What if he couldn't find his way back to the safety of Sea Lab before his air was used up? The human aquanauts knew that if this happened, they had one last hope, Tuffy. None of the men became lost during the Sea Lab 2 project, but they weren't taking any chances. Again and again they ran tests. They pretended to be lost. A man would hide himself behind a rock or in the middle of a big clump of plants. He would set off a special buzzer he always carried with him. This buzzer could be heard on the surface of the water. Emergency, it meant. A man is lost. We need Tuffy fast. Seconds later, Tuffy would come plunging down through the water, but he wouldn't head for the lost aquanaut, not right away. First, he would swim to the Sea Lab capsule. He would slide his snout through a ring. The ring was attached to the uh, to one end of a long rope. The other end of the rope was hooked to the metal side of Sea Lab. Now, creak! You remember that rusty gate hinge sound from the other story? That's what he did. Tuffy would scan the water with his sonar. Then off he'd swim towards the hiding man, trailing the rope behind him. Seconds later, the man would take the ring from Tuffy. Now he could follow the lifeline of rope back to Sea Lab and safety. And Tuffy, his job was done. So he would head for the top of the water for a welcome gulp of air. Usually, Tuffy made this round trip of rescue in about one minute. Did he always do his job so quickly and so well? Yes. Well, except once. Tuffy was a very smart, very hard-working dolphin. But he was also stubborn, and he loved to eat. So when Tuffy brought the ring to an aquanaut, he was always given a reward. Each man carried a small plastic bag of chopped fish. Tuffy would let the man take the ring, then the man would squirt some fish into Tuffy's mouth. But once, something went wrong. The aquanaut tugged and tugged, but he couldn't get his bag of fish open. So finally, he gave Tuffy a shove. Move on, he meant. But Tuffy didn't move on. Where was his reward? Where was his mouth full of fish? This wasn't the way things were so supposed to happen. Tuffy stared at the man for a moment. He raised one of his flippers and bopped the man over the head. Then the dolphin aquanaut swam on. <laughs> the end. Oh, Tuffy was pretty smart, and he liked his fish, didn't he? <laughs> I like my rewards when it's my turn, too, so I understand that. Well, tonight, instead of singing, since I've been out in the pollen and in my garden and my voice is pretty much fried for singing tonight, and since that story about Tuffy started talking at first about astronauts, I thought I would read you something that an astronaut uh, read at 8 o'clock in the morning on February the 1st in 2003. He read these words from the book of Isaiah, and I just really like them, and I think you might like them too. And it, since I was thinking about astronauts and I thought about uh, 
This guy's name was Rick Husband. <clears throat> he was an astronaut. And in that story about Tuffy, it said men were astronauts. Well, now they have women astronauts, too. But that's a really old book, and they didn't have women astronauts here then. But they do now. So that's kind of cool. Anybody really can be an astronaut now, boys and girls. I like that. But anyway, this is what that uh, astronaut I was telling you about read that morning as they watched the sun come up from their space shuttle from Isaiah chapter 40. To whom will you compare me? Or who is my equal, says the Holy One? Lift your eyes and look to the heavens. Who created all these? Who brings out the starry host one by one and calls them each by name? Because of his great power and mighty strength, not one of them is missing. Why do you say, O Jacob, and complain, O Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord? My cause is disregarded by my God. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary. In his understanding, no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. I like that scripture. We're kind of in a time of waiting, aren't we? We're waiting to go back to work, or we're waiting for school to start up again, or we're waiting for something else. And that, that this says that uh, uh, those who wait on the Lord, those who hope in the Lord, those who wait in the Lord, will renew their strength. You'll get stronger. You'll soar on wings like eagles. You'll run and not grow weary, and you'll walk and not be faint. Boy, that's good stuff. So I'm going to wait on God while I'm waiting, because I need all of those things too, and I bet you do as well. Well, I hope you had a great day. I hope you enjoyed the story about Tuffy. I like that one. And I hope that you rest tonight. I hope you sleep well. I hope you have sweet dreams, if you have any dreams at all. And I hope you wake up in the morning and you just feel good and you stretch really big in the morning and you ah, have a good day. That's going to be a lot of fun. Well, that's what I'm planning on doing here. And I hope that's what you do there. Thank you for listening. I'm so glad you're here. Good night.